Hello YouTube, welcome back to another story. This one is called, It's Not Grandma's Ghost, It's Something Else. So sit back, relax, and listen. After my grandma had died, I began staying weekends with my grandpa in his new apartment to help him cope with the loneliness. I slept on the pull-out bed from the living room couch. One night, I shut off the TV and began to doze off. There was a wooden clock on the mantingle, and the ticking against the backdrop of silence never failed to lull me to sleep. As I was falling asleep, I heard a noise coming from the kitchen, a noise that has always disturbed me since childhood. It was the sound of shuffling. I had a cousin who used to sleepwalk when she'd stay over. The night I found her standing in the bathroom closet in the middle of the night. And ever since, I've had nightmares about it. The footsteps, once they reached the dining room carpet, this scared me even more. I couldn't move, gripping the cover so tightly I could feel the sweat forming on my palms. The footsteps ceased, but something truly horrific followed the sound of gliding across the carpet. I threw the covers over my head and pulled the pillow down around my ears, but I still heard it. Like movers were pushing a heavy dresser through the living room. I shuddered at the thought while my heart began to race. This is when it happened. The end of the couch where my feet rested slumped down with the weight of something sitting and whomever it was, they were pressing down on my covers, now wrapped snugly around my legs. I tried kicking and thrashing, but it wouldn't move. Finally, I shouted, Grandma, I know you're here, but please leave me alone. It only worsened. I could feel this person now climbing up into the sofa like I was about to be strangled. And this is when I thrust myself off the couch and ran to the hallway. Throwing on all the lights, but nobody was there. I left everything the way it was like, flicked off the lip, the lights, and got back into bed with my grandpa. He didn't even wake up. That night I had nightmares. At one point I woke up drenched in sweat after dreaming that I'd been eating mealworms and maggots out of a bag chip. I could literally taste them in my mouth after waking up, but was too scared to go to the bathroom and gargle Listerine. The next morning, Grandpa asked why I was in his bed. I told him everything, and he just stared at the floor in silence. I brought up the possibility of it being Grandma. That maybe she was just checking on me, and maybe I'd blown it out of proportion. I trembled at the its absurdness in this response. He said, Grandma died at Fruby's Hospital. My heart starts to pound in this moment, so it couldn't have been her. I asked if your brother was to stay here because I'm lonely or sad. I asked you to come here because of that. I asked him once again, are you sure it's not grandma? His response terrifies me to this day. He said, no, 
it isn't whatever it is it tells me it hates me and wants me to die grandpa died last year my mom took pity on him and moved him into our house not long after when he moved in with us his mind began to deteriorate from alzheimer's and at night he'd wander up and down the halls sometimes i'd hear him shuffling around other times i'd hear him gliding but never chose to look during this time i'd find my dog hiding under my bed i wonder if he had bought it along with him even worse if it took him where he where did he die i don't believe it was human This next story is called, It Wasn't Me, Mom, It Was The Other Little Girl. This story takes place when I was around two to three years old. I'm now 14. I'm also a female. This doesn't really matter, but whatever. This story will be about my old house that was haunted by a little girl who died there in the closet of mine in my brother's room. So let's begin. My mom would always tell me and my older brother that our house was haunted and of course we believed her because we were so young. The other reasons were that mine and brother's room and would be a mess when we'd get home from our grandparents' house when we weren't home. Other things that happened were my parents would hear little footsteps running up and down the stairs when me and my brother would be asleep. Things would go missing quite a lot and show up later in one place they were left. We finally did some research and found out that a little girl had died there also. Her dad died in the same room. We have long since moved out of that place, but it passed a lot because now I live a block way away from the house. I don't know if anything else has happened there. This last story is called Study Buddy. Now for reference, the story is being told from the author's perspective. Minji is in her late 20s and works as an English tutor in South Korea. One evening a few years ago, she was tutoring a high school boy. They were up studying pretty late and the buses stopped running. Being a long way from his house, the boy asked if he could crash on her floor overnight and get the first bus in the next morning. Minji was very reluctant because inviting a teenage male student to stay the night didn't sound like a great idea, but he was begging her and eventually she relented. They went back up to her room, her one-room bed apartment, and she got into the bed. While he laid, while he laid on a blanket out the, on the floor, and they both fell asleep. A few hours later, at maybe 2 a.m., the boy wakes up Minji. I'm really hungry, he says. Let's go get some food. Minji opens her eyes and looks up at him in disbelief. Food? Now, it's 2 a.m. Go back to bed. But the student insists. No, I'm hungry. Let's eat some something now. She tells him that there is some ramen in the kitchen and he can fix it himself. 
this doesn't satisfy him. He doesn't want ramen. There's a 24-hour place just down the road. Let's go there. Eventually, after several minutes of persuasion, the boy lets Minji to come, gets Minji to come with him to the restaurant. They leave the apartment and head out. As soon as they're on the street, the boy turns to Minji and says, I'm not hungry. I woke up in the middle of the night and looked under your bed. There's a man sleeping there. They called the police and discovered that a homeless man had been living in Minji's apartment, sleeping on her bed for over two months. The boy only saw him because he was lying on her floor, so he had a clear view under the bed. The police arrested the man, and thankfully, there were no other issues, but that's by far the creepiest thing that's ever happened to anyone I know. Now, those were the stories, and I apologize for my constant stuttering. Again, I'm getting used to this whole podcast and creepypasta thing, so I hope you guys really accept it. I do love making these videos, so please show me support in the comment section, or considering leaving a like or even subscribing. I'll see you in the next video.